Good morning, buenos dias, welcome, bienvenidos. How good it is to be in the house of the Lord today. For those worshiping online, take a moment, tell everyone where you're worshiping from today. Say hello. For those who are here in person, turn to your neighbor, give a wave, say hello. It is good to be gathered together for worship. I have just a few um, announcements to share with you. There's all sorts of great spiritual growth programming going on at MCCLV right now. Uh, we've got a book study going on Monday nights. That's on Centering Prayer. On Tuesday nights, we've got a sexuality orientation and gender in the Bible. Uh, that's at 6 o'clock on Zoom, 7 o'clock in person. So again, just all sorts of great spiritual growth programming going on right now. Sure hope that you will check some of it out. And this is a reminder for those worshiping at home, we will have a communion liturgy today. So if you have a cracker, some juice, if you could get those elements ready uh, so you can take part in the communion liturgy. Now for those who are here in person, you receive that communion kit on your way in. And for those who are worshiping with MCC for the very first time today, there's a welcome to MCC card in your pew. If you could fill that out, place it in the offering plate. For those worshiping online, there will be something posted soon for you to check in and uh, share your contact information with MCCLV. And I believe that completes our worship-related announcements. If you could please rise as able. Let's join in saying together the church's purpose statement. MCCLV's purpose is to worship and serve God through acts of justice and compassion. And now let's share a sign of the Lord's peace with one another. Let's share a peace sign if we're in person. For those who are online, share the peace emoji. Type the word peace into the comments. How good it is to share peace with one another. It's gonna be a good day. It's gonna be a good day. I can feel it coming home. All my darkest nights have come and gone I might just break out laughing I might just sing a song It's gonna be a good day I can feel it coming on It's gonna be a good day I can feel it coming on Come and go on. I might just break out laughing. I might just sing a song. Oh, it's gonna be a good day. I can feel it coming on. When I woke up this morning, I knew what was on the way. I could tell by felt inside the sun was here to stay someone up in heaven must be smiling down on me cause I feel so excited from my head down to my feet I am looking towards the future I know God is in control I'm looking to enjoy this ride gonna be a good day I can feel it coming on 
Let's join in our call to worship. Jesus surprised the people at the wedding. They were sure they would be disappointed. They thought that their host wasn't prepared for their needs. We aren't much different. We aren't sure God is prepared for our needs. Lord, change our doubt into praise. Change our complaining into celebrations of joy. Amen. You may be seated as we continue to worship. Gladly will 
Praise God for this opportunity to join in prayer with and for one another. For those who are worshiping in person today, in just a moment I'm going to pause and we can speak our prayer needs and our prayer requests into the sanctuary. For those who are worshiping online, you can type your prayer requests directly into the comments of our worship broadcast. And so uh, let's pause. And let's trust that this is sacred ground, this is holy ground, and let's lift up our prayer needs. Let us pray. You are a God of abundance, and we are so grateful. You pour out on us your everlasting love. We are re-energized and restored. Release us from any feelings of scarcity and remind us that there is more than enough of your grace and mercy. We are humbled by the good things you have provided. Bless our worship service and grow us, Lord God. Grow us where we need growth. Grow us in patience if that is needed. Grow us in hope if that's where it's needed. Grow us in trust if that is needed. Help us to deepen our faith and abide more in you and rely less on the world's opinions. Turn us once again to our rock and redeemer, Jesus Christ. And let's all say, amen. This very room, there's quite enough 
love for one like me And in this very room There's quite enough joy For one like me And there's quite enough hope And quite enough power To chase away any gloom For Jesus, Lord Jesus Is in this very room In this very room there's quite enough love for all of us And in this very room There's quite enough joy for all of us And there's quite enough hope and quite enough power to chase away any for Jesus, Lord Jesus, is in this very room, in this very room, there's quite enough love for all the world, and in this very room, there's quite enough joy for all the world and there's quite enough hope and quite enough power to chase away any gloom for Jesus Lord Jesus is in this very room morning children are you thankful every day that may feel like something impossible to you but even if you thank God for one thing every day you'll find out it makes you feel better we have to make sure we take the time to thank God for all the ways he's blessed us like it said in Psalm 105 1 give thanks to the Lord and come to think of it should we give thanks to God only on Thanksgiving no, we should thank him every day. So to be a Christian, every day is Thanksgiving. Remember to take some time to thank God for all of your blessings. And remember that you would be thankful every day. That's something we should pray about. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the many ways you've blessed us, the things you've given us, the times you've protected us, and the ways that you have guided us. And we thank you especially for your son, Jesus. Amen. Greetings. My name is Kimberly Gruen, and I bring you greetings from my home in Nazareth. I give to God through MCCLV because I have seen all good MCCLV does for the community and I believe in MCCLV's mission. 
For example, since the start of the pandemic, MCCLV has donated over $17,000 in food store gift cards to those in need. As the ministry has shared, MCCLV is in need of donations to cover expenses such as payroll and also to cover ministry costs. If you are able to give an additional gift to the church, please consider doing so. I am blessed to be in a place in my life that I can give to God through MCCLV and to do so directly through my employer's payroll deduction. Praise God for the opportunity to be generous. If you are unemployed or underemployed and are unable to give, we request you keep MCCLV in your prayers. You can give your offering online through MCCLV's website at www.mcclv.org. Click on the donate button or give via PayPal. You may also write a check to MCCLV and mail it to the church at 1401 Greenview Drive in Bethlehem, PA 18018. For those who are present in person at the church, Wranglers will guide you through the giving process. God has given us every good thing. Let us return to God a portion of all God has graciously so given to us. God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. Our reading today comes from chapter 2 of the Gospel according to John. Hear God's word for you. On the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and the disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars with water, and they filled them up to the brim. Jesus said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tested the water that had become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this the first of his signs in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and the disciples believed in Jesus. Here ends today's reading. Praise God that God's word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Church, will you pray with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable unto you. God, we humbly ask that you pour out your spirit on our gathering here today. Amen. Well, just a reminder that MCCLV would love to see children at the Children's Sunday School every Sunday at 1130. Do you have a local niece or nephew? Do you have neighbor kids? Do you have grandkids? Well, do you think those kids might be interested in some spiritual instruction? Bring them on over to MCCLV Sundays at 11.30 for the children's Sunday school. So the message today starts off with a question. Is there anyone here today in need of a miracle? 
I sure am in need of a miracle or two. Well, thankfully, that gospel reading today from John contains a miracle story, and it's the story of Jesus changing the water into wine. And this is at the wedding in Cana. So Jesus, his mother, and the disciples, they've been invited to this wedding in the town of Cana in the region of Galilee. And as happens at parties sometimes, the wine ran out. And Mary, the mother of Jesus, informs him they have no wine. And Jesus then uses a term for his mother that in ancient times was a term of affection. He refers to her as woman. Right? I don't suggest we try this at home. I cannot imagine how my mother would respond if I called her woman, right? But Jesus uses this term of affection with his mother. Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. So Jesus is pointing out to his mother that no human is in charge of his time, not even a close family member. Jesus' time of crucifixion and resurrection has not yet come. So there's no need to get caught up. There's no need to be worried about life's little details, about who has run out of wine or who is low on chips and dip. And Mary understands it right away. She understands that she is fussed about something that God is taking care of, that there's always an abundance, that we are to just call on God when we have a need. And so Mary, she turns to the servants, and she says, do whatever he tells you. She knows something wonderful is about to happen, that God is going to work through her son to meet a need. And Jesus directs the servants to fill jars with water until they had filled them to the top. And then Jesus tells the servants to draw out some of the liquid and take it to the wedding banquet manager. And the water has changed into wine. And the wedding banquet manager doesn't know that Jesus has performed a miracle. Instead, the banquet manager compliments the groom. The manager says to the groom, hey, most people serve the good wine first and then the bad wine after the guests have become drunk. But you've kept the good wine until now. And the groom must have just silently nodded, right, having no idea what was going on. Sure, right, whatever, dude. And I love how Jesus uses people like the servants to work his miracles rather than the folks in charge. Right? The servants know a miracle has occurred, but the higher-ups, they are clueless. And there's a broader point that's being made about miracles in this passage from John's Gospel. The miracle of the water turning into wine happened not so that people would be astounded, but that people would see God's work present in Jesus. So miracles are not so that people ooh and ah, Miracles are so that God would be glorified. A miracle is not a show. Instead, a miracle is a moment of spiritual recognition. And people who are tuned in, people who are tuned in spiritually, witness and experience miracles. And miracles, remember, are by definition supernatural. They do not occur in nature. Miracles only come about through God. Now today and next week, I'm going to be offering a character approach to the scripture story. And then I'll be back to my more common preaching style in a couple of weeks. Um, So for today, I just wanted to provide a little bit of background. And in just a moment, 
I'm going to pretend to be at a wedding in Cana. Now it's updated a little bit, okay? On this next slide, we have the town of Cana, Virginia. And Cana, Virginia, it's right near the border of North Carolina. The population of Cana, Virginia is 1,254. And the wedding banquet, uh, the updated wedding banquet that I'll be sharing today is being held at the Old Farmer Buffet. And it's a buffet restaurant on the main street in town. On this next slide, you can see some of the typical selections at the buffet, right? The salad bar, all the goodies there. And on the next slide is the obligatory bacon glamour shot, right? Now, the name of the character that I'm going to be playing today, uh, their name is Alex. And Alex is a banquet server. And Alex does what? Well, Alex fills people's drinks, takes care of special requests. And on this next slide are the grooms. That's Tim and Paul. So this is Tim and Paul's wedding banquet in Cana, Virginia. Again, the gospel story is updated a bit. And on this last slide, we have a graphic from the story, the miracle of Jesus changing the water into wine. So this is the scene. Alex is on a break from their banquet serving. And Alex is on the phone with their mother. So I'll be back in just a moment, and I'll be Alex. Mom. Mom, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's me, Alex. What a wedding, Mom. Oh my gosh, Timmy and Paul, they looked so handsome. Timmy was in this purple suit, and Paul was wearing a red suit. Oh, they looked so fabulous. Where'd they have the wedding? Oh, they had the wedding. It was like right behind the restaurant. They had the wedding like right under that, that big tree, you know, where there's some benches and, and a picnic table. And they had five women and five men as their attendants. And all of their attendants, they were wearing these really bright colored clothes. Oh, they looked so fabulous. And, and white carnations. Everyone had white carnations. Oh, it was such pretty colors. Mom, you would have you just uh, loved it. You know, there was some sadness because Timmy's grandmother wasn't there because she passed of COVID. And, and Paul's uncle wasn't there because he passed of COVID. And and so, I mean, it was, a, it was a happy time. It was a happy wedding, but, you know, there was sadness around the edges, you know, and I think that's just how it's going to be for a, a lot of things uh, during the pandemic, right? There's just going to be some sadness around the edges. Well, you know, there were a lot of townspeople there. You know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they're at every wedding, right? Mr. Smith was there. He was wearing his, his tuxedo that he wears at every wedding, and Mrs. Smith, she had that silver gown that she takes out, for every wedding. Oh yeah, yeah, Principal Harrison was there, uh, and Dr. and Dr. Chakrabarty, yep, they were there. They must have gotten a babysitter uh, for the kids tonight. And the food, well the food was kind of the regular wedding food, right? It was baked chicken and mashed potatoes. There was a roast beef carving station, you know, all the sides, and, and we had to get the salad bar out, and 
and all of that. Yeah, it was, it was uh, you know, a really, it was a big, it was a big buffet, one of the largest buffets uh, that, that we've done. I know, I know, I never get a break. You know how Doug has been so grouchy lately? You know, because he had to give us all a raise because of COVID. So he's just been really grouchy. And, you know, he never likes giving us breaks, but he gave us a break tonight. That's why I'm calling you, Mom. He gave us a break tonight because he wants to thank each and every guest individually, which he never does, right? I mean, he's one of, he's just, you know, just kind of a miserable manager, right? I've told you about that before, but tonight he's in such a good mood. And that's why I've got to call you. That's why I called you tonight, Mom. There was this guy here at the wedding. No, no, I didn't get his name. Uh, he came with some friends and his mother, and he, he just was a really special guy. Mom, I wish I had the words. I wish I could explain it better to you. This guy was just really special. He was like, like attentive, you know? He was like the one student in the classroom who's paying attention to the teacher. You know that one kid? Or he's like the one person who's at a concert, who's actually listening to what the band is playing. He, he was that type of guy. And me and the other banquet servers, we were in the back room, you know, trying to avoid the manager, right? Uh, we were in the back room, but we were, we were getting the coffee service together, and you know, we were getting the desserts together. Timmy and Paul didn't want a cake. Uh, they wanted us to present at each table uh, a variety of desserts. So we're getting the desserts together, the coffee service, and um, um, this guy comes in with his mom to the back room, and his mom is kind of freaking out, okay? And the, this guy's mom says, they've run out of wine. And, you know, we, the banquet servers and I, we just kind of looked at her like, you know, there wasn't much we could do about that. It's not like Timmy and Paul had all this money to keep, like, buying wine. And the guy, he was just cool as a cucumber. He's like, you know, I'll take care of it. And he looked at this bank, banquet servers, okay? He looked at us and uh, told us to fill up our pitchers. And he looked at us in a way that, you know, he wasn't being bossy or anything, Mom. He just looked at us in a way that, you know, he was expecting us to do what he told us to do. So, and, and we did. We all picked up our pitchers, and we went over to all the sinks that are all along the side there, right? And we filled up all of our pitchers. And, and then he said, you know, go out into the banquet room and fill up their glasses. And so we're... We're going back to the banquet room and we're filling people's glasses with water and as we are filling their glasses, the water changes into wine. And apparently, it was really good wine, like some of the best wine that people ever had and we couldn't, you know, we couldn't stop. People just kept asking for more and more of that and somehow, um, somehow it was known like which were the kids and got like the, the white grape juice and who were the people who were practicing sobriety? They also got the white grape juice. But you know, most of the people there, they were drinking wine, and we kept filling up their glasses with this wine. No, Mom, I didn't have any wine. You know, we can't drink on the job. No. No, Mom, I didn't drink. No, it wasn't some sort of magic trick. It was a miracle. It was about God. It was a God thing, Mom. I was a part of a God thing. Me and those other banquet servers pouring these glasses of water that changed into wine. 
And it was all because of that guy. And you know, I guess, Mom, I should be like, ooing and aahing, but I'm, I'm talking to you, Mom, and I just want to praise God for what happened. It was so amazing. It was, it was definitely God. And you know what, Mom? I am going to skip all the way home tonight. Oh, oh, the manager's calling. We've got to go clean up. Okay, okay, I'm go- I'll talk to you more when I get home. Okay, Mom, I love you. Bye-bye. So there are a couple of questions before we pray. A couple of items to consider. Having heard the story, the miracle story of Jesus in Cana and changing the water into wine, and then Jesus in Cana, Virginia, in the 21st century, changing the water into wine. Here's the first question for us to reflect on and to consider. What is God transforming in our lives right now? Where are we thinking scarcity, 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 and God is saying to us, abundance, abundance, abundance? Let's just think on that for a moment. What is God transforming in our lives right now? Where have we been too stuck in scarcity and need to open ourselves to God's abundance? Another question. What ordinary thing is God making extraordinary in our lives? What ordinary thing is God making extraordinary? Another question for us to think about today. What is God pouring into our lives right now? God pours into our lives so much, right? God's goodness, God's grace, mercy, forgiveness, and God's never-ending steadfast love. What is it that God is pouring into our lives right now that we just need to open ourselves to receive? And the last question for us is, what is God doing in our lives right now that no human may do? What is God doing in our lives that no human may do? Will you pray with me? We thank you, God. For your miracles. We thank you for this miracle you worked through Jesus at Cana, transforming the water into wine. God, you transform our lives if we let you. And so help us, Lord God, to see your presence and to see what you are pouring into our lives. You want for each and every one of us lives of abundance, abundant love, abundant grace, abundant mercy. Thank you, Lord God for your endless goodness. Amen.
God be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to God. On the night that Jesus was to be betrayed, he gathered with a group of friends. And at this meal, Jesus took bread, blessed it, broke it, then passed it to his friends saying, Take, eat, this is my body given for you. Whenever you eat of this bread, do so in remembrance of me. And then Jesus took a cup. Again, he blessed it, passed it to his friends, saying, Take and drink. This is the cup of your salvation, my blood poured out for you for the remission of sin. Whenever you drink of this cup, do so in remembrance of me. And so let us pray. Bless these gifts of bread and fruit of the vine, Lord God. You transform our lives, and you transform this ordinary meal into something extraordinary, communion, connection with our Savior Jesus and with our siblings in Christ. We're grateful, God. Amen. Our faith is a mixture of past, present, and future. We remember what God did for us in Christ. We experience now the spirit of the living Christ in our midst, and we look forward to what is to come. So will you join with me now in saying together our mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. And let's join now in sharing together this holy meal. To the depths of the sea Creation revealing your majesty From the colors of fall To the fragrance of spring Every creature unique In the song that it sings Exclaiming, indescribable, uncontainable You place the stars in the sky and you know them by name You are amazing God All-powerful, untamable, awestruck we fall to our knees as we humbly
Let us pray. All glory and praise to you, O Lord, for this time of communion, for the abundance you provide us each and every day. You've not given us any old life. You have given us the abundant life, and we are grateful, God. Amen. Would you please rise as able and join me in saying together our commission and blessing. God's joy is poured out for us so that we might be a blessing to others. God will continually walk and work with us, relieving our burdens and giving us strength. We will share joy and hope. Amen. Let's join now in singing our closing song.
struggling the right road to choose oh but somewhere up ahead there's cool clear water and defeat <laughs> is one word I just don't use too many sunsets they Behind the mountain Too many rivers My feet have walked through And too many treasures Are waiting over yonder There's just too much to gain, to lose. Go now in peace to love and serve the Lord. Vaya con Dios, walk with God. Amen. Too many rivers 
wonders my feet have walked through and to many treasures are waiting over yonder there's just too much to gain to lose